Welcome to the fucking show. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Only Bruins. I'm one half of your host, Downtown Bosey, and this episode is brought to you by the one and only Primetime Productions. Go check them out. A lot of great stuff happening over there. We got a fun episode for you guys today. We are recording. It's might be a, a quick, it won't be too quick, but... It'll, it might feel a little rushed on our end because I am jetting over to TD Garden after to hang out with Don and Leanne at the Bruins game 4-0 this year. Hopefully, if I end the night at 5-0, we shall see. Feel free to chirp me all night if uh, we if we uh, lose. But trying to remain undefeated. And, uh, yeah, just, just another week in Bruins Nation. Injuries are starting to... Uh, trickled no i shouldn't say trickle down but the injury bug is is starting to get a little bit better we've had uh, actually before i even get into that what's up brett sorry <laughs> <laughs> not much baby i was waiting i was like i kept taking sips of my tea and i was like this guy's gonna throw it to me right when i got my tea in my mouth i guarantee yeah, it dude, i'm um, i have like no time so my head my mind is just fucking everywhere right now yeah, we're, we're just we're on fucking out. turbo mode, but um, no, not much, man. It's just the fucking tundra up here. It's like negative five degrees Fahrenheit. No fucking big deal. Yeah, I said Fahrenheit because I know a bunch of you fucking assholes will never convert to Celsius, <laughs> even though the rest of the world has. So, dude, I literally live in Fahrenheit and Celsius. It's pretty fucking crazy. Um, but, Canada's but, fucked. Yeah, Canada, fucking communist country, but um. <laughs> No, man, just chilling. Been working on a lot of stuff. Uh, helping family out with some renovations and stuff. So, you know, just living the life right now. Watching bees hockey. Fucking rights. And uh, they're looking for a little redemption against the Colorado Avalanche tonight. The bees looked great. Uh, Three nothing win against New Jersey. You know what my night. buddy said to me? You, yo, you know Schaefer. You know what Schaefer yeah. said to me? This piece of shit. <laughs> just wait wait he dm me he's on fucking twitter now he's all he's trying to troll in the bruins community he's being oh, a little shit. fuckhead yeah he says to me today this is when i wake up to his text he's an avalanche fan for context by the way uh it's this kid we used to one of my buddies we used to play chill with yeah so he goes so so he he always used to like when Makar came on the scene, he's like, This kid's the next Bob Yor, da 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 blah blah. And I would always just like to troll him. I'm like, dude, McAvoy's better. Like McAvoy's better in every single way. When like I know Makar's like one of the greatest defensemen we've ever seen of all time. It's just funny to, you know, fucking yank him, yank his uh, you know what for that. But yeah. <laughs> so he messages me. He messages me today. He goes, two points tonight from a car will make him the fastest to 300 as a D man, like age wise. 
and he goes bobby or who i was like you fucking piece of shit that's <laughs> what i fucking woke up to this morning so the bruins better smash the fucking avalanche tonight because i i got into an all-out war about how mcavoy is a better all-around better defenseman when i already know i'm losing that fucking argument so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, that's yeah that's that's tough but it, it, it will it's be pretty sick to- for him though no, that, that is like that's in Bobby Orr's, yeah, like in yeah, Bobby like, Orr's city, like that's pretty fucking cool. I just wanted mind, to bring that up quick. Never minded story. Everything else he already has on his resume too as a defenseman. I mean, the kid, he he came into the league buzzing and never looked back, and uh, he's Fastest he's he's fun to watch. Points. I'm just glad he's on Colorado too, though, and not like a team I fucking hate. Yeah, I do like because like Bork, right? Like I do like Colorado. Yeah. I never really hated them, you know? And, like, Joe Sackick's a national treasure in Canada. Dude, he's only played 278 games. That's fucking crazy. Fucking wild. <laughs> like, what? He's 25 many- years old. He still has a whole career. He could play another 10 fucking years plus. I wonder... Well, I didn't follow him too closely at UMass, but I wonder what his career numbers could be like if he joined or because he must if he have been, didn't what? stay yeah. he must have been 21 22 when he came 21 yeah because he went the bc league route i remember when he was drafted there was like two like an uh, analyst that were like oh this is a great pick like this we thought he was gonna fall even further but someone in the avalanche avalanche organization knows some dude he was playing in like fucking the bchl it's like a british columbia hockey league for like junior b players and he was just putting up ridiculous numbers and uh he was committed to umass for the next year but you're right he like went the longer route opposed to because like he i remember he came in that playoff series against calgary that year um and he's from calgary and like the fans were holding up kale in the crowd and he got to be like 20 maybe 20 21 at that yeah, point he came into the league in ninth uh 2019 2020 he's 25 now so yeah need 20 yeah basically yeah. Or just turned 21 and no, he just turned 25 this season. So yeah, 20 basically. Faster, um, faster route through NCAA as a defenseman getting to the NHL, but like as a player yeah. himself, he took the long route to get there. I think he was a little smaller too. But definitely helped with his development. I mean, he's only six feet oh, tall. Dude. Yeah. 187 pounds. But like he came into the league his rookie year, 57 games played, 12 goals, 38 assists for 50 points. Like just stepped right in and like automatically belonged. And then the next year, 44 games, eight goals, 36 assists. So, I mean, and then the next year, 77 games, 86 points, 60 games, 66 points. So far this year, 40 games, 52 points. Uh, so, yeah, he's, he's you, know what I, you know what the trend is here? I can't play a full season. Bust. Bust, yeah, the closest he got was the year they won the cup. Bust, bust, <laughs> liability. <laughs> Maybe it will help in the trade market. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how much time, how many more years left does he have on his contract, though? He just, I think this is the first year of an eight. I mean, if you were to redo that 2017 draft, he's got to he be first, first overall, right? Dude, Philly, Philly still has nightmares about not taking him. They took, I know, like, un- unfortunate what happened with fucking 
oh, Nolan Patrick. Track. Holy shit! But yeah. like, if you like, apparently people on Philly wanted to take him, like in their room or whatever. And Bobby Clark wanted Noel Patrick instead. And then he blamed it on everyone else after. Well, Nolan Patrick was supposed to be the first overall pick, and he fell to second. I know, uh, right? Nico Heischer uh, was drafted first overall. He's panned out pretty well for them. Obviously, yeah. he was a little bit slower development. But then uh, Hiskanen, then Makar at fourth overall. So, like, if you redo that draft, you got to imagine Makar first overall, Flip a coin with Heischer and his Heiskanen, mm-hmm. uh, second overall, and then whichever one is, ends up third overall. Obviously, Nolan Patrick. It sucks what happened to him. It re- it really does. No, yeah, but, and it kind of like after everyone said he was retiring, and then it came came out and said he's not retiring. He's just taking time away from the game. That's even worse, man. The people were like falsely reporting him retiring yeah. after having like brain injuries. Like that's fucking horrible. But yeah, uh, no, that's fucking brutal. That's the year Bruins drafted uh, Euro Vakanine and 18th overall. You mean, Hamp- Vak- you mean Hampus Lindholm? <laughs> After back in nine in was Josh Norris, Robert Tom, Robert Thomas, Yamamoto, or no, Chitel, Chitel, however the fuck you say his name. Oh, Heedle. Wow, I was way New Jer- New York. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heedle. Um, I mean Jake Ottinger was twenty six overall. So Is th- that's the fucking sway draft. We got him in the fourth round. I'm pretty sure. 2018? Um, is that 2017? No, this is 2017. Oh, okay. But yeah, no. Um, but yeah, uh, McCarson, he's in the third year of that contract already. Time's flying, oh, shit, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah. That's like, um, I saw a tweet like McDavid turned 27 the other Wild. day. And people were like, holy shit, he's already 27. <laughs> it's, it's fucking bananas. But I got a fun game against the Colorado Avalanche tonight who are buzzing. Uh, you guys are still buzzing. Well, we are still buzzing somehow. Mine with the injuries. Swayman and Net again tonight. I gotta imagine all Mark is back um, Saturday night against Montreal. But no surprise that Swayman's in Net. Uh, give give uh, all Mark as much rest as possible. And it's nice also seeing how Swayman is able to handle this load, right? Like he's just kind of jumping and and he said so himself that he loves he loves um Swin no sorry I I'm waiting for people to pick up the couch. Um oh yeah yeah they're five minutes out. Uh Swayman no Swayman said he loves the workload like just he 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 loves it like he embraced like he wants he's a gamer dude like the, mm-hmm. and that's what you want to hear out of your goaltenders and like it's his chance I, to I, prove himself yeah a contract year too and he also had some comments about his contract that i actually mm-hmm. i think i have i have it i'm just checking actually uh swayman's stats real real quick he's played 20 he started 24 games so far 25 after tonight the most games he's played in the season is 41 in the 2021-2022 season. Uh, he started 39 of them, appeared in 41. Last year, obviously, he was hurt for a little bit, so only appeared in 37 games. But So he's on pace to potentially break his record uh, mm-hmm. for a career. Well, to set career highs for games played. And that's one thing you have to worry about as like a – having a young goaltender like that coming from college. Like that's the biggest thing with goalies 
is handling that workload. Like there's not many Vasilevskis out there. There's not many Hellebucks out there. Like you have to, and you saw what Rask was a phenomenal goalie, elite goaltender. If you disagree, go fuck yourself. Uh, go argue a fucking wall. (laughs) And, uh, he, he was, uh, he basically, I would say the Bruins were kind of the first ones to start this trend, right? Where mm-hmm. you split more time and he came, he went to goalie, uh, goalie coach, Bob and, and, um, all the other coaches at the time and basically said like, Hey, like I'm best at like, I mean, this, these aren't his exact words. It's, I'm paraphrasing basically, but saying like he's best when he plays no more than like 50 or 55 games in the season. And mm. I mean, he carried you through those, uh, through that Stanley think Cup playoff run. Some Sorry, of the man. exact words. No, I was just going to interject there, but I know exact words he used on that podcast was I can play 70 to 75 games a year, but the don't like, I'll get scored on six, seven times a game, but you know, like you guys better score essentially was what like he's saying, like he can play all those games, but he's just going to be fucking tired. And the, you're going to hit the over every fucking game because like, he's just fucking tired. You know? Yeah. And going, this is coming from the guy with one of the best, uh, save percent, like top three save percentage of all time. You know what I mean? Like, so like, (laughs) so obviously proves to work. Like, all goaltenders are different. And going back to Swayman, um, there's a comment from him the other night. Uh, this is a tweet that Scott McLaughlin had. When asked about being named an all-star, obviously, yeah, no surprise here. Everyone already knows Jeremy Swayman was named an all-star. What? With Osternock. What? Yeah. I don't like it, dude. Rest these <laughs> motherfuckers. But granted, he's not going to be doing shit as a goaltender. Um when being named an all-star, Jeremy Swayman brought up his arbitration case as part of his answer. Quote, after dealing with what I did this summer with arbitration, hearing things that a player should never hear, it feels pretty special to be in this situation. End quote. Uh, those. That's a dig. That's, that's a dig. Like, that's a so, dig. And we, t- we talked obviously a little offline about that. Like, yeah, that's a dig. And I feel like that's kind of a dig because he's not happy where nego- negotiations are going right now with his extension. Right. They don't like, this is my, yeah. Like this is my thing about it. Like, yeah, I'm very. I'm gonna choose my words very wisely because I don't want to upset people. But like, don't be that guy. Like, I love Swayman, and you chose with the team to go into arbitration. You've heard before what arbitration is like. I'm sure talking to other players, Sweeney doesn't like to go out arbitration. So there was some sort of muffle. Wasn't he the he, first player under Sweeney's? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you. Like Freddie didn't go to arbitration, probably no. for that fucking Almost reason. Did. Almost they, did. They would have ripped Freddie apart. Like you would have yeah. got Freddie at like nine hundred k, probably. Like yeah. just because then of he his w- play before. Then right? he probably wouldn't want to resign. Exactly, and it's like so. At some point in those negotiations last year, you went, "Nah, I want more," and that's fine. Go get your bag. I have no problem with people securing their bag, but don't be a little bitch. And fucking come out to the media later and be like, hey, I, I didn't like that that happened. You yep. chose that. I love Swayman. Don't get me wrong. I hated even calling him a bitch there. I almost said it earlier and I was like, fuck <laughs> it. I'm going to let it ride. You can't be like that, dude. Like, 
and this and then and then after when he like pedaled back on his comments i don't know if you have that one but he had he had a presser yesterday or the other day where he kind of pedaled back on his comments and it, and it more or less in the end after i've combed through everything seems like he's trying to be like hey let's get the ball rolling here because i'm not fucking doing that again you know what i mean no i i get that all right real quick uh the people are here i'll be right back all right sorry about that had to uh take a little bit of a break uh scumbag sell my old couch yeah <laughs> piece of shit fuck facebook I, marketplace let me tell you dude that place I is fucking stay on that couch here. once and you get rid of it cool dude i bonded with that couch can you fucking blame me dude you're a sick bastard i'd fucking <laughs> wake up and your big ass nuts were hanging off the side of my couch <laughs> with a beer in my hand still surprisingly <laughs> No, but um, yeah, that was my second time dealing with Facebook Marketplace. That was stressful because the first time I just sold the old tires to my truck. And the second time I'm selling my couch. And I think I got 200 messages on Facebook Marketplace about it. And I couldn't keep up with it. And um, oh, she was actually a nice lady, too. Fuck my buddy skating on the pond right now. Um, and uh, yeah, so she was actually a nice lady. Her her daughter got her first ever apartment, so needed a couch. It worked out. Everyone's happy. Now we are back talking Swayman. I kind of forget where we were. Um, uh, Brett was calling him a bitch. That's all I remember. <laughs> no, but. Dude, I was just I, uh, upstairs remaking my tea, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get dragged for that. People are also, not going to like I, that. I might get dragged a little bit, too, because I thought his comments were, like, to randomly bring it up, I mm. to be mentioned. That's what in, to, to add to, to this, that's Sorry, what I was yeah. saying. That's what I was saying real quick, is it kind of felt like he's trying to get the ball rolling. That's what we left off. Yeah, because maybe, like, the ball's not even rolling, but, and rather mm -hmm. than us saying he's not happy with which i mean i guess it's kind of the same where he's not happy where negotiations are going right now because maybe it hasn't even started but i'm kind of surprised there hasn't been a uh, extension yet i thought they'd pull like a little zaka like deal and uh middle middle of january get it done beginning of january get it done whatever uh because that is the goalie for the future you do need to get the number right and yeah. like I just him being them congratulating him and bringing up him being nominated as an all-star. Very cool. First time all-star. I just for him to That's bring the up first thing he says. Yeah. Like, so obviously like that sticks with you. Right. And like mm. we as outsiders don't understand fully understand how arbitration goes, but we understand how arbitration goes. Mm -hmm. That's like you and me going to arbitration with each other. And me just bitching about everything you do, and you bitching about everything I do, and then hey, like, well, oh yeah, we're still best friends though, right? <laughs> you still let's want not, to let's not air, let's not air out my laundry today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll save that for when you fuck me over. Scumbag, no. <laughs> Bobby yeah, does it on the timeline enough. Jesus Christ, fucking Bobby! I I haven't listened to Bobby's corner yet. It's probably uh, spicy after his tweets yesterday. Well, he's yeah, he, pissed. He's Everyone insane. listening, he's pissed at you. You driving, he's pissed at you. Everybody that's on Twitter, he's pissed at you. You better listen to Bobby's Corner. He's getting rightfully so, man. That's yeah. our fucking Bobby. 
if he's pissed at you, we're pissed at you. So fuck uh, the Bruins smart fan the base fuck right up. now. <laughs> <laughs> Just smart the fuck up. This guy's about to fucking be cheering on the Detroit fucking Red Wings. So yeah, you want to lose Bobby? Together. Like you guys want to lose Bobby? Like what are we doing here? I will say though, I will say Bruins Twitter has done a complete 180 from last year. Like I get it. Last year was like this fairy tale kind of like regular season. Like it was like we were at fucking Disney World every goddamn day. But mm. like this year, it's just like holy shit, it's emotional roller coaster as expected. I mean, In you already kind of you already knew like what Bruins Twitter could be like at times, but tried to leave that like memory like i just i just tried to forget about it because last year was so fucking awesome and then mm-hmm. um i mean despite how i mean we obviously saw how the season See, ended but yeah like i look at last year's like a special special year and then like i told like i said on this podcast numerous times at the beginning of the year i just want to enjoy the centennial season no matter what happens and look the bruins are still in first place i don't know if they are today but they're around first place in the east and I don't know. It's like you said, like, like it even like this even ties back into the Swayman thing. Like, like you mentioned uh, about the Zaka deal. It's very odd. Like, it almost feels like that that Zaka deal was already agreed upon um, before he signed the one year deal he did, so that Krejci and Bergeron could fit under the cap. Like, if it, yeah, th- th- it kind of feels like now, like looking in the Swayman hasn't gotten a deal right away, it kind of feels like that deal was like already in paper essentially, and he just had to sign the line in January. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree there. I uh, just now, but yeah, there's people me wondering, freaking out. Yeah, no, people are freaking out, of course. Like, fuck it, let's trade him for dry cycle. let's get fucking crazy here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Then I mean, Bruins Twitter is already fucking. Would you be mad though if it was a package Swayman package for Drysdale or Drysidle? Sorry, and it was an even trade. Yeah, just because Drysdale's like that contract's massive. Yeah, but he's up next year. Oh, like after next summer. I didn't realize it was. I'm just saying, like people are clamoring for this one C, like him, Zaka, and Pasternak would be a fucking hell of a line. No, that that would do some serious <laughs> damage, one hundred percent. But like, then then you're kind of no defense, back. no no defense. <laughs> <laughs> no, what what is it like that dude on? Uh, he goes viral on TikTok all the time. It's what I meant to send you earlier. He's like, no curveball, no changeup, nothing but fucking gas. And that would basically be the Bruins, just no defense, just fucking Edmonton Oiler-like games. But you're yeah. fortunate enough to, I mean, you still, even if you lose one of the goaltenders, you still have another good one there. Just the only problem is, is... uh would rather keep it sweat. Yeah, it, well, and you also, like, I really, as a Bruins fan, as much as I want, like, a true 1C, uh, I, like we knew going into the season that you were going to rely heavily on this two goalie system. Mm-hmm. And it's the one of the main reasons, probably the main reason you're in first place. Mm-hmm. Obviously having David Pasternak helps, right? But you have this great duo. And I'm ever since the Bruins started doing that, I've just, I'm a huge fan of it. Like I, I really love it. I, I'm indifferent when it comes to the playoffs. Like, Last year, I just really like you ride the like last year. I didn't want a rotation, like, I wanted you ride the hot goaltender, 
Dude, but, Omar put up some of the he put up the greatest season of all time in the yeah, cafe. So how do you how do you not ride with that, right? Yeah. And then my thing's the injury thing. That's a yeah, whole different like, conversation. Well, that yeah, that's a totally different conversation that we don't have to rehash. But like, yeah, you mm-hmm. there there were some bad decisions made. Mm-hmm. But typically, I'm a fan of just going with the hawk goaltender. Like, I mean, I just go back to that Tim Thomas run. I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see a performance like that again by a goaltender in the NHL playoffs and Stanley Cup finals. But that was like when I when I vividly try like. You bring up Tim Thomas 2011. When I vividly think of it, I just I I think that stick save on Steve Downey. Like that's yeah. what comes to me. That's what comes yeah. in. Like obviously he made some other disc or him just fucking punching one of the deans right in front of the crease. Or like he or he oh, yeah. when he went to go palm down the puck or knock down the puck with his uh palm. Um What's his fucking name? Tim Thomas just said "fuck you" and just basically hit him. Dusted which you him, love. Yeah. You'll never see that. Uh, you might see that again. Uh, Jeremy Swayman's uh, yeah, wires tend to cross sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but no. So it's it's nice to see Swayman get this workload and see what he's capable of. I think mm. tonight against well, last night as you guys are listening, bright and early Friday morning. I think it's a good test. I think it's a really good test for him to see if he can truly handle this workload, yes, he's, he started the last three or four games in a row. Right. But to face off again against a team that just beat you in overtime mm-hmm. with a little bit of granted, uh, they're missing one of their better goal scorers. Um, Nishu- yeah, yeah. I, that's a whole con. That's a whole podcast conversation. All that yeah, shit that yeah. happened to him in the playoffs last year. And then like, he just goes away and then now yeah. all of a sudden he's back in the program. Like, I don't know. Not to me, it's not talked about, but not a great look on Colorado, honestly. <laughs> not a great look on the NHL, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, on a as whole. As, yeah. Yeah. As a whole. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Black eye, like, like, black eye. Yeah. Like, they just, they continue to shoot themselves in the fucking foot. They the can't owners, get out of their they own don't fucking, fucking way. Care. Their pockets no. are so deep. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. No, that, that's the thing, too. But, yeah, so I look at this will probably be the most tested game. I want to say this is one of the more tested games I will see. I I would say Swayman will be having just because it, he's going on, like, his fourth or fifth consecutive start. You know, you, you had that grueling road trip. You come back, you have a matinee, which the Bruins were fucking wide awake for that one, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Um, like I've never, I, I can't tell you the last time I saw the Bruins star in matinee game that hot. And then, uh, so yeah, so this will be his sixth game in a row. Yeah. Holy fuck. Dude. Oh, well, okay. This is a whole nother conversation. No, sorry. The, well, technically it's six game in a row, but Arizona, he came in and only played a little bit. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. You played overtime to get one ripped past him. Glove fucking yeah. dinger in. Yeah, that, that's fucking tough <laughs> sitting for 60 minutes. Dude, he's sitting <laughs> for can... three hours of real time. Like, that's wild. That yeah, Dude, that's, you'd that's be so long. cold. You'd be like, yeah. the fact that he... I would have just played six guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um... Plus, you're playing in a college rank. How, like, how, into well, the game are you? No, I know, I eh? That's what I was going to ask you, too. Like, how do you feel about them not giving Bussy one start? I'm fine with it. 
because it, it further goes so, into the Bruins don't think he's ready. For those well, people that I, are like, I agree. You know because I mean? His numbers haven't been as good this year as they were last year. And my biggest thing, I think if it was Allmark, they would have given him a start. But because it was Swayman, I think they want to ride Swayman's hot hand and see what he's capable of, right? Like, I think they just wanted to see if he could truly actually handle this workload. Mm-hmm. And that's very telling, obviously, for a young goaltender. Um, in a contract year, like what kind of extension you want to give him. I mean, you got to imagine that he's 25 years old. He just turned 25 years old. Like he, I forget where I was going with this, but (laughs) 25 years old. He wants to see what he's capable of with the workload. He knows what he's capable of, or at least he thinks he does. The Bruins want to see it. So now it just comes down to dollars and years, right? Like, like, okay, we have a sicko in net who's probably because if if you think about it, like I, I know I said I'm a fan of the Bruins with the one one A, one B situation, but when mm-hmm. Swayman's up, uh all marks up after next year, or if he's even a Bruin next year, um mm-hmm. is is Swayman gonna be one of those goaltenders who wants sixty to sixty-five starts? Yes, because yeah. he's a psycho, but I don't think yeah. we give it to him. I don't think the, I don't think I think at most you give him 55. 50 Jeff Merrick says it perfectly. Never go over 55. Like Dallas has seen this time and time again. Like the amount of goalies they've gone through because they try to ride them. And now with Ottinger, they locked up Wedgwood for a couple of years because like you can't have like even Ottinger got hurt this year. You can't have goalies play more than 55 games anymore. It doesn't that's, make sense. Yeah, and that's another reason why I don't think. All Mark will be gone after this season. I think he'll be a. Br- I think we'll see him till the, the end of his contract. The only way I think they trade All Mark is if they're getting a top fifteen pick in the draft. Yeah, you know what I mean yeah, to get no, back into because the, they or, don't have a pick until the third this year. Or if they're getting a legit centerman, yeah, 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 like yeah, one it, of the two. That's the only way I see them fucking trading All Mark at this point. Yeah, Last year either. was the year to trade him. You would have got a King's ransom and Pittsburgh I didn't want to pay it. Like Elliot Friedman, like pretty much all but confirmed that Pittsburgh didn't want to pay the price um, for Allmark. It was probably a roster player. Yeah, it was probably a roster player. The, the Their first round pick, which was 12th. And then like another prospect. That was probably the ask, right? Yeah, you have to imagine, but... Even if it's a roster player and a prospect in the 12th overall pick, like that's not enough for you to be competitive this year because then Swayman, you're going to have to rely on Swayman playing 50 to 60 games. Who at the time you were looking to go to arbitration with. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and we don't know what Bussy is capable of. (laughs) Like his numbers are down a bit this year. Like, Mm -hmm. I get it. Like he had a great preseason with us. Like he looked phenomenal in the preseason games, but he doesn't he move the needle for me. I think I think he'll be like a career backup at most. I'm pretty sure Di Pietro and him have like the same numbers this year. I dude, Di Pietro shit. actually has better numbers this year. I was gonna just gonna say I think I'm actually wrong because shout out to bench rates. Those are our homies. Uh, they've been helping me out with shut shutting people up about contracts <laughs> for the for the for this year. Uh, they said the only AHL, I think the only AHL goalie that the Bruins 
have on their power score who's playing at a 900k rate is Di Pietro from the minors. Like Bussy okay. and like that's like to put it into like layman's terms is like you know, like you you want your goalie to at least play at a 900k rate if you're gonna bring someone up to the NHL, right? And this the Di Pietro's been playing up to that um at an NHL rate this year, and Bussy just hasn't been. Yeah, no, nah, he he hasn't been and I wonder if they I don't know. I mean, maybe a little bit maybe a little bit more development and when he, all Mark's contract is up, then you can bring him up and he can be the guy, the backup and get 30 to, f- I mean, 40 is pushing it, but 30 to 40 games, like mm-hmm. just, I don't yeah. know, to give Swayman breaks from back to backs and all this travel and stuff too. But I just, I think he's a career backup. He he might be as like a, in franchise mode, they like to say a fringe starter. Yeah, so, fringe starter. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in like year 2028, Dude. my new franchise mode that I started. And Brandon Boosie, Bussy is a uh, 80 overall still, and he's in the minors still. Yeah, dude, the the curious one to me that I don't get that EA, I know this just doesn't, people won't care about this, but when you go to make a franchise in EA, fucking Merkulov's set as potential bottom six. Have I you know. Ever noticed that? Like, what the fuck? Guys, literally, even... like, top 10 in points per game in the fucking age. I know. It's, <laughs> dude, how they do it is blows my mind because with EA and Madden, they won't, like, they, next year they'll probably make fucking, um, they'll probably make uh, Bailey Zappi a 99 overall. Like, they hand out 99s oh, yeah. left and right. Not even Wayne Gretzky's a fucking 99 in the game when, like, you mm. do play with him. Like, he's a 97 or 98. It's like, come on, man. That's the greatest player to ever play this fucking game. He said bizarre new records that, like, his point record will never be touched. Never be like, touched. Never Dude, be touched. his never fucking even... shorthanded goal record will never be touched. Yeah, like, like... <laughs> and he can't even be a 99 overall, but... No. JJ Watt on fucking two torn ACLs is a 99 over. Like it, it's that's what frustrates because- me with EA, man. That they, they like they need to improve it. Cause I went to um I, I was I was doing some cheating actually because I did notice that Murky Love thing was the bottom six. So I switched yeah. his potential to yeah. elite. And, I do that too. And I went to go do that with um Mason Lori, you can't even mm-hmm. find him in the Bruins organization right now. No, he's not even in the fucking game. I made yeah. him. I like, I actually made him in the NHL right now. Dude, you can't, I, like, you know what I did? I took I took all the fucking um. This people probably give two fucks about this, but I took all of the. Who's the youngest Q's name? I always forget his name. Not Jack. Not Quinn. Um, fuck. Luke. Luke. I took Luke Hughes stats and I just took like Lori's height and weight and put Luke Hughes stats on Lori and then just have like I put him at elite too. Cause I was like, what yeah. the fuck is this? And so I know dumb. there's a couple guys like fucking um Patra. He's only set he was set at the beginning to like a top six low. They switched it to top six if, high. Yeah, now. they switched it now. Yeah. Actually, but still it's like Fuck, yeah, man. no, it, it's stupid. I don't even know how we got started. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, it, about no, EA Madden, me. I could go on and on about EA. The thing about Madden and Chell is it's two different EAs. Chell does or EA Canada does Chell and then EA. The yeah, States no, I, I know. It's just yeah. like, so it's so stupid. Like, 
can chill EA fucking chill and like loosen up a little bit, maybe like let their hair yeah. down. Like, come on, um, man. Girls just want to have fun. Like, fuck. Oh, yeah. But we got some more stuff. Any more Swayman stuff you want to talk about? Um, just I actually don't think he's a little bitch. I was just trying to be funny because I know people are going to get a couple people are going to be upset over that. I'm well, just trying to be people funny. didn't stop listening by then so they can hear. I this. know. Right. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think they're going to get it locked up. I just think he's trying to be cheeky with negotiations and it's his yeah, right. Uh, he can say whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, he, he knows his, what, what his worth is. And it's it comes to obviously what they think his worth is and what he thinks. And they got to find the middle ground because obviously. After- Sorry, go on. After Carlo, I think he's your player rep. You know what I mean? Like, he seems like a guy swimming that, like, would push against the NHLPA and, like, push against the league to, like, get shit done. He just, he pegs me as one of those guys that's like, ah, no, this ain't right. Let's do it this way. Jesus, I had no idea that Swayman was pegging you, but I'm jealous, man. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. How about that douchebag Cole Beasley is like, He's like, what's up with dudes painting their nails? Like, who said that? that? Cole Beasley. He used to be a wide receiver for the Bills and Cowboys and shit. Uh, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I know. It, My brother, dude, a- fucking back catchers in the fucking uh, in the MLB do it. And like, yeah, you know, I, I like, took that as because I'm pretty sure I'm I'm like Pasta does it. Yeah, okay. So he's he's coming at someone else. Pasta. He's um, coming Marsh- at our boy Pasta. <laughs> Marshawn had it. Get it's fucking time. I, I'm gonna I paint. That- you know what? I'm gonna paint my nails in solidarity. That's not a bad idea. I might. I might do that. I might. My fucking. Might paint uh, my my middle fingernail. Both I was times. gonna say my brother's girlfriend does it. I'm gonna get her to do me one. Get 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 one done up. Get maybe maybe I'll do a couple nails on each hand. Yeah, because that's Beasley, bullshit. Cole Beasley confirmed bitch. But um, yeah, that's my brother's name too. Cole's for bitches. episode. No, just kidding. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got Bobby's corner for you guys. We're gonna come back, talk more Bruin stuff. And um uh, we are uh we, we are gonna have fun. Bobby, I he gave us a little bit of a heads up. It's a 15 minute rant. We have not heard it yet. Sorry, Baba. We are slacking on that today. Actually, that's on me. I didn't even send it to Brett. Um, I haven't even downloaded it yet. I've been running around with like my heads cut off, trying to get the TD God and delete the Heineken Silvers. But oh, I know it's a good one because he he wasn't happy yesterday, and I don't mm-hmm. blame I don't blame our boy. And uh, and I feel like he was ignored a little about his fucking troubles with the Bruins community. That's what I felt. I felt those tweets were passed by a little bit. We need we need to get a uh, we need to have him start recording like video in them re- recording them, mm-hmm. so we can put the clips out. Oh yeah, obvious corner because yeah. the the people the people need to see this rant probably because you know what it'd be a good idea. We should just give him access to the Streamyard and then he can record them. You can just download the like oh, we can shit, download them right idea. from Streamyard. Yeah. yeah. That way, is. some inside baseball it. for everybody. Fuck yeah, that's smart. Dude. That <laughs> way, he doesn't even have to send it to me. Yeah, let's see. They're always there. Sent it to me today. They're always he sent there. It to me. Oh, at twelve fifteen in the morning. So, uh, that's pretty <laughs> early for him, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually really early for him. But, um, sorry, I'm choking on a fucking sausage. Jesus, learn how to swallow, Boosie. Hey, yo. 
ladies and gentlemen it's a classy broad <laughs> ladies and gentlemen enjoy bobby's from corner. the beaches of winnipeg under the palm trees of the west end it's bobby baruski what is going on folks and welcome to another edition of bobby's corner proudly brought to you by prime time productions and only only happy friday i'm feeling good you feeling good let me hear you you in your car scream at the top of your lungs baby let me hear you you in your cubicle Scream at the top of your lungs, baby. Let me hear ya. A little bit of priest for you on this Friday morning. Cause I'm feeling reckless, baby. Are you feeling reckless? Cause I know the bees are feeling reckless, baby. Ow! What a great 80s throwback. Bart, is this not a great tune? Is this an untouchable tune? I'm feeling it? Can you feel your balls trembling? I'm feeling it. That just gets amped, man. You, you actually want to hear one of the greatest fumbles in heavy metal history? You might have heard me tell this story. I love this story. I don't know why. Judas Priest are one of my favorite bands, you know, and I just don't go around this. So it's like the 80s, right? And the priests are at the top of the game. They're like the Kucherov, Connor McDavid, like, untouchable. You know, they're selling out stadiums, they're doing uh, unconventional substances, they're holding hands left and right, they're on MTV, like you name it. The priests are doing it, right? A lot of people were conceived to Judas Priest. A lot of people were conceived to Judas Priest. Believe me so, okay? And so they're, they're selling out this tour, they're on fire, and there's this production company out in Hollywood, and they've got this movie, they're working out the kid from Cocktails, and he's, you know, he's known for dancing in the living room to that rock and roll song. They've got that young kid named Val Kilmer. They're flying planes. They're fighting the Russians. It's a very patriotic movie. And this production company goes to Judas Priest at the top of their game. And they're like, you guys have this song that your record company showed us. It's called Reckless. And we, we love that song. In fact, we need that song. We want that song to open our movie. We want music videos records, soundtracks, you guys performing live at the MTV Movie Awards, and all this tie-in, right? And Judas Priest are intrigued. They're like, holy shit, this is our moment to really put our, our staple in American pop culture. Because keep in mind, they're a bunch of British kids. They're from like the land of Shan and Island Stew. So they agree to watch the movie. They're like, we're going to watch the movie. We're going to decide as a band. So they fly out this movie to the band wherever they are in Arkansas or some shit, and they get a private screening of this movie. No one's seen it yet, right? The public has no idea what they're about to witness. They decided as a band that they're going to reject the offer. Not only reject the offer, but say why. And they tell this production company, we don't feel that our song is good enough. All right, no, your movie is not good enough for our song. We don't feel the Tom Cruise kid's a leading actor we don't think this movie's going to be a hit. So they dunk on them. And so the production company goes back and they go, well, I guess we'll go to plan B and we'll use Danger Zone. That's how you get Danger Zone and Top Gun. One of the best movies ever made. Judas Priest, I'm begging you. Holy shit. Like, I, I've looked at the records and 
It's a very, very strong possibility Peter Shirelli was managing him at the time. I don't know for facts, but it's a very strong possibility. That's my uh, non-hockey fact for you there. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling reckless, though. Great slate of games coming up. I mean, Colorado Avalanche, the time I'm recording this is tomorrow night. I'm amped up for that game. And whenever I get amped up for games, I usually use, lose, so I'm trying not to be amped up, but I'm, I'm ready to go. Era night, Saturday night. Holy hell, we got the Montreal Canadiens running through TD Guiden. Again, we've got the New Blood, New Beginnings night. So if you got Pooh Bear merch, that is the night to wear it, baby. I know Boosie's got himself a McAvoy reverse retro jersey. I'm sure a friend of the podcast, Marina, will be there rocking the Pooh Bear. Because I know she's a big Pooh Bear fan. It's going to be awesome. I mean, it's, it's one of those kind of unheralded times, maybe even... Uh, forgotten. There wasn't as much glory per se as, you know, say the 70s teams or the later on teams. Keep in mind, this team still went to two Stanley Cup finals, was still very competitive into the 90s. I mean, they brought Adam Oates in. You had Cam Neely at the top of his game before that fucking piece of shit Alf Samuelson rolled through. I mean, you had those great, great series of the Pittsburgh Penguins and like that was essentially was a Stanley Cup back-to-back years because I mean, Boston gets to the finals against that Chicago team or that Minnesota team. They probably win three games, let alone four. And it's just crazy. Uh, obviously, that led to the the uh, early retirement of Cam Neely. We had like Andy Moog was playing there at the time. Great shit. We all know how it ends. Ray Bork ends up leaving. He uh, almost gets traded to the Flyers. Ends up going to the Colorado Avalanche. Has that wonderful moment that we all remember oh so well. I'm excited for it. And honestly, a time that a lot of people, a lot of friends of the podcast, that's when they fell in love with the Bruins. Those teams meant a lot to them. And I've never seen a highlight of those teams and thought otherwise. I mean, Bob Beers played on those teams. I got all the time in the world for fucking Bob Beers, baby. All the time in the world. Following night, though, we've got the Winnipeg Jets rolling through TD Garden in a cup final preview and a rematch from the game that I spent way too much money to go to to see the Bruins not show up. I'm excited for it. The Jets are going to be going without Mark Shifley, who's on IR. They get Kyle Connor back. They lose Mark Shifley. It's a very cruel world. Very cruel world indeed. You're going to see a Vesna showcase, though. I'm hoping we get Swayman and Hellebuck going up and up, TNT and against each other. And like I said, this is a potential cup final. Keep that in mind. Nino Niederreiter coming back to the TD Garden. you love to see it. Speaking of Nino Niederreiter and TD Garden, you got the Carolina Hurricanes Wednesday night. This one starts a little bit earlier for us. Well, a little later, a little earlier for me. It's 6.30 for me, which is good because I'm seeing Shotgun Jimmy and Brian Webb that night, and I will cry like a fucking baby. Barb, you don't really know this. I'm not going to talk about why I'm going to cry like a little baby that night, but it's a very heavy, heavy, um, heavy anniversary of uh, friends of mine and myself and my old band. It's been 10 years since... Uh, uh, you know, yeah, since a really fucked up event. I apologize. I just, looking at the schedule, I realized the date and it kind of, oof, kind of just threw me for a loop. Time flies. Time absolutely flies. Hug your friends, hug your family, tell them you love them. With the, uh, no disrespect to the Canadians or the Senators, but I mean, the Bruins really need this all-star break. We all do. I've been, personally, I've been pretty exhausted. But, I mean, man, if they could put it the gauntlet, I mean, you've got the Avs, the Jets, the Hurricanes, and the Flyers before you can take off to Cancun for the weekend. 
brutal. But hey, if you want to, uh, you know, you got to work hard, you got to play hard. That's how it is, right? With the All-Star Weekend coming up, I'm excited for Swayman. It's going to be the first of many All-Star games. And I'm happy he's going with a, a veteran of All-Star games, really. I mean, Pasta was going. Everyone knew that. There was no way Pasta was not attending the All-Star game in Toronto. And, uh, you know, let's just give a shout-out here. I don't... So, I thought the All-Star jerseys were so dumb at first. But they're so dumb that I kind of like them. And I want to give a shout-out to Brett and Tommy, who are like, you're like mad compliment saying that I could actually rock those everybody else from like Catherine, Hannah, Allie. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to buy it. Sarah saying it's so ugly. Murph's telling me not to do it. I mean, listen, if I find the yellow fanatics one on sale, I'd be copping it. If I find the blue fanatics one on sale, I'd be copping it. Facts are facts. Okay. Spades a spade. Take a drink. I said spades a spade, baby. Oh, look at these little toe beans right there. Oh, you're so cute. So, questions. The thing I like about Pastor going to sway me, you'll be able to kind of veer them what not to do, where not to go, what not to say, because they're going to hound sway me on the interviews. And I mean, it's going to be a very celebratory weekend, but that doesn't that doesn't stop these vampires or sinking their veins into the young kids. I mean, sway had his arbitration quotes, and that's going to be a huge topic up in Canada especially with a certain team there that never has a goalie, hasn't really had one since Freddie Anderson, and even now it's a little bit of a stretch. No offense to Freddie. I think he's a great goalie. So, and he's going to get hounded. And I know Pass is going to get hounded about a very particular subject, and it's going to be the thing that everyone's talking about. Not talking about how this team's top three in the league, but they're going to talk about something that I have a bone to pick with y'all. So, for and it's the sun that no one wants to fly near, right? That's the reality of the situation. I've I've thrown I've flown by the sun a few times because I do think it's been a very interesting thing that Bergie's been around the organization as much as he has this season. And yes, he's been skating, he's been doing the alumni games, meeting with the boys. He did the PWHL puck drop in Boston, which was awesome. But it's getting to the point where you're like, I thought you retired. Like, you live in Boston, yes. But I thought your whole goal was to go live in Quebec and be closer to your parents. And, like, so I don't, like, you you walk away from something and you see that it's still even just as great as you left. Like, at one point, the itch is going to start coming. It's going to start itching a bit. And it's not like we haven't seen this before. I mean, the 2017 Nashville Predators went to the Stanley Cup Finals, fell to the Pittsburgh Penguins, and they were close. I don't think people realize how close that team was. I mean, it was uh, tied 2-2 after four games. Game five was the Sidney Crosby show, but it's still very much a grudge match. Game six, it's sold out. They're at the Bridgestone Arena. People are fucking hammered, and they're chanting. And the puck slides through Matt Murray in a crease. Ref doesn't know where it is, and it's the most heartbreaking moment, I think, for an expansion team is when Colton Sissons flares through the air and as he hits the puck the whistle goes and they deem it no goal and then of course pittsburgh scores of like two minutes left they win the stanley cup it's one of the most untalked about what ifs so mike fisher the captain of that team they lose the stanley cup he retires he's retirement he's close to the team he's he's going to the organizational events he's going to the games carrie underwood gets under his skin she's going do it go this may be your best chance to win a stanley cup he returns to the Nashville Predators. He 
He's very serviceable, actually. He kind of just steps right back into the role. They, of course, fall to the Winnipeg Jets in the second round that year, and that's the year that the Washington Capitals end up winning the Stanley Cup. Justin Williams, who just recently got his jersey retired in Carolina the other night. Shout out to my guy, Mr. Game 7 himself. So, he came back. He retired after 2019. Uh, of course, the Canes lost to us in the East Finals, got swept. Comes back. The world ends. He goes to the bubble. They lose to the Bruins in the opening round in a gentleman's sweep. Everyone knows that story. So, the thing that I have with Bergey... And I've mentioned it. I've said it's very interesting. No one really paddled on it. Shout out to Lauren, though. Arkansas Lauren for jumping on that a little bit. But you guys all showed Spitting Chicklets a little bit too much love with it. I'm just going to say that. I'm a little sour about it, but it's not the first time that a Chicklets kind of... There might be someone who might tie into this. I love you. I'm just just jealous, okay? Facts are facts. I'm just fucking jealous, okay? I wanted those interactions, and I didn't get them. So I'm jealous. So with that being said, I do have a blank Centennial jersey. I've debated getting Beecher on it, because when I opened it up, Beecher scored. I do want to get Marshy on it, because that's been one of my favorite players my whole life. But now I'm sitting there and looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. It's in my closet. Do you get do I do I take this thing in? Do I get Bergeron on it? I mean, the Dick Sporting Goods did those jerseys. They looked excellent. They looked fucking phenomenal. And we got the Aeronite coming up, obviously. It's going to be great. We have the, the one on Saturday, New Blood, New Beginnings. But there's one last one before the playoffs. Now, you're in the TD Garden. You have a Heineken Silver. You're with your friends, with your family. Maybe you're with Brett. Maybe you're with Steve from the coast. Maybe you're with Haley from the coast. And the lights go out. They're doing the return of a championship ceremony. They retire a Charles jersey. And it's very evident that there's a very prominent figure on the ice that's not there. And then they do the introductions for the team. And they say, and welcoming back to your Boston Bruins on the night that we return champions, Patrice Bergeron. One last run, Stanley Cup. Why not? Why not? I mean, it can't end any fucking worse than it did last year. It's not going to take away from his legacy. It's not going to take away from his first ballot Hall of Fame. It may just delay it by a year. He's, his number is still going to the rafters. He's still going to go to the International Hall of Fame. He may be the only dude who can legit say, yeah, I didn't win a world championship for Team Canada because I was always in the fucking playoffs, dude. Ugh. So why not? Tell me what you think about it, or don't. And with that being said, no, I'm not going to Detroit Red Wings fan base, but it was fun to have fun with y'all. I do want to say, though, shout out to the professor and everyone over there. The Red Wings are sick. The Red Wings fan base is sick, dude. They're fucking fun. I'm not leaving you. But I will leave you with that image. And with that, Balboni, our homie from the East Coast, this is for you. I'm going to shoot it back off to the boys. Remember... You've been great, I've been Bobby. The mob rules, and let's go beast. <laughs> it would be sick, right, Barb? It would be fucking sick. You know it would be sick. Just imagine. You're Piranha. 
you're there. You already have to watch Char go up to the rafters. Rask is in the audience. And then fucking Bergy skates up. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Bobby's corner. I'm sure it was fucking electric. I'm sure he came out swinging, buzzing, whatever whatever you want to say about it. Bad in a thousand. Yeah, bad in a thousand. I know for sure that the dude didn't miss again. If you're getting sick of me hearing that, then find a new podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Much fucking grass, you dildo. I don't know. <laughs> but being a little bitch in contract negotiations, eh? <laughs> um now, hopefully we never have to get to contract negotiations with Bobby because I feel like he'll fucking bend us over because uh, oh, he'll drag us. That's a guy we can't afford to lose. I'll always no. bat, I'll, I'll always go to bat for our boy. Bobo, I love you, Bobby. Um, gets the pasta treatment. What do you want? What do you want? Yeah, <laughs> Tell us yeah, what yeah, you yeah. want. <laughs> you want to bang my old lady? Dude, yeah. go for it. Go for it. <laughs> hey, Bridger, take one for the team. No. <laughs> um. No, because he's got a fucking tripod, so I can't. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a fucking <laughs> Thor's hammer on him. <laughs> Please don't bang my old lady, Bobby. I love you. <laughs> Jason Momoa fucking energy out here. But <clears throat> some some p- more positive news for the Bruins. Let's get off the uh, dick talk. <laughs> Carlo, Patra, and uh, Forbort. Uh, who? Forbort one, however you want to. Uh, Wait, who? Who's the last one? Never Robert? heard of him. Never yeah. heard of him. Yeah, kick rocks, buddy. He can <laughs> he can come play for my beer league team or something. Yeah. No, but Bruins aren't missing him right now. I will say that. Uh, maybe on the PK. Dude, did you see Dom's tweet yesterday? Dom Tiano? The Dom? No. So so Parker. Yeah. Did you see that? I did not. I saw it today, actually. So he's on injury emergency call-up. So after his nine game or nine, he has nine games, and then after that, the second we're fully healthy, he has to be sent down. Yeah, like that's that no waivers because no like, waivers what? though because you don't lose them. Yeah, like that's that's good, but like, man, I'm really gonna miss Watherspoon, dude. I like, know, I really dude. Like this game, it's gonna be yeah. like it sucks. I like, I really have liked this game, and obviously, it's a cheaper option. So I'm wondering if they've started exploring options to get rid of Forboard or possibly even Grizzly at the trade deadline because the trade deadline is about what two months away, month and a half away, a month, and oh, a month and a half, yeah, about yeah. a month and a half, yeah. Dude, I'll be in Boston for the trade deadline. We should do a live show. Ooh, and actually, yeah. here, right this time, I'll get everything actually ready. Yeah, when like I'll bring deadline? my laptop and camera and shit too. Was it the seventh or no? When the is eighth? the trade? Eight. Oh yeah, that's right. Because it's a Friday. Yeah. Well, you might just have to come over. We do a trade deadline. Yeah, Bob. Uh, um, yeah. Stream. Yeah. That's fucking. Uh, Bob will be there too. Oh boy. <laughs> we can, if you can even fit all three of us on the screen with his fucking oh. tripod, but I'm scared to be just standing next to him, dude. I'm worried about in the Toronto airport when I hug him if it's gonna fucking like <laughs> ding up my knee, dude. I can't be back on LTIR. Uh, we can't, we can't afford that. But um, uh, so, yeah, another yeah, weird the... stat. Another what? weird stat. I was leaving Boston on the daylight savings, and I'm gonna be leaving Boston again on daylight savings. Re- really? How fucked up is that? That is fucked up. Wait, weird, really? 
Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because remember, I got an extra hour in Boston. I, yeah. We woke up and you were like, "Oh, bro, you, it's daylight savings. You got an extra hour here." No, yeah, but I'm gonna, I, no, we I'm were gonna lose we an were, hour when I leave. We were time. in my kitchen. We were in my kitchen, and uh, yeah. it was after Calhoun's and. The time um, flipped. Yeah, the time went back in hour. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fucking the odds of that are insane, to be honest. Uh yeah, that that is that is funny though. I fuck I, hopefully this is the last daylight savings for at least the states, though. Oh, I, um, I think hopefully Canada's the same. I'm so sick yeah, of it. It's, they've been talking about it forever now. You know why they do daylight savings? Farmers. Yeah. I like to test people on that a lot of people don't know that what am i fucking idiot dude <laughs> don't make me answer that yes uh no but bruins are getting healthy man yeah. bruins are getting healthy and you love to see it because i don't know why it didn't dawn on me it didn't dawn on me till like tuesday i'm like holy shit carlo didn't play yesterday and we won three nothing like yeah. the like that's that's encouraging, man. Watherspoon is playing on the right side right now, and he's mm-hmm. doing just fine. He's talk four minutes. Back. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't, dude. He's man, a rookie think, too. After four hundred something games in the AHL. Yeah, no, it, it's. I'm happy that he's succeeding and finally getting like a true chance. Hey, like at dude, first, dude, I saw him called up. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, why? You I know, know, right? And then, then, then you hear like the prov people on Twitter, like, "Yo, it's a good call up. He's been playing really well." Blah blah blah. Like, really under the radar. You don't hear about him. He's playing good. And then he comes up and just, you know, he's a stud. But um, yeah, man, like that. The first thing I thought when I saw that he's a rookie this year, I was like, "Hell yeah, dude!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just love to see that shit. And that's like, oh, that's the thing. Like, I love love. Like, I've never met him before. I love how we always say this shit. But, I like, I love Grizz as a person. You know, he's quiet. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he, he does his job, you know, like, when he does. And, like, yeah. you know. and But it's just, like, it kind of feels like if you're going to, like, I know you couldn't trade Forbert when he's injured. But, like, I don't know. Isn't the writing on the wall if they are trading a defenseman this year, it's going to be Grizzlick? Well, yeah, and also like you get the best return for him, mm-hmm. like that. Because like I don't know how you sent Lori down now. Yeah, he's had a couple iffy games, but he's played great in this stint he's been up. Yeah, like you have to deal with that with the growing pains, man. Like I and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. It's but see, I, this is see, this is if I'm Don Sweeney, putting my armchair GM, I'm sitting down. I'm trading Grizzly for whatever I can. Um, bringing Lori and Walderspoon back up when I make that trade. And then, you know, rolling a 23-man roster for the first time this season, it feels like, without injuries, if that's even possible. Um, because it seems we're pretty fucking injury-prone this year. Yeah. You nothing know, major, which is nice. Yeah, nothing major, which is nice. But, like, it's something you didn't really deal with last year. So it's like... Mm-hmm. You know, even Monty kind of. Dude, came we had out so coming. many players too. If Monty like... came, yeah, no, it, our depth was ridiculous last year, and uh, and Monty came out, and I'm kind of paraphrasing this, but he basically said like, I could have, I could have slept behind the bench all last season, and we would have, you know, won the president's trophy, president's trophy, and uh, 
this year is a little bit different. I have to do a whole lot more coaching. Because, I mean, that basically answers your question. Like, he was relying heavily on guys like Bergeron and Krejci for the oh, locker yeah. room, for the coach. Dude, we had it. It was an NBA super team. Yeah, no, it, it really was. Like, you and especially everything you added at the trade deadline with how hot you Orloff added Orloff up. Hathaway and Bertuzzi like Dude, what yeah. to a roster that was already like 40 points in first place <laughs> yeah like <laughs> you, at that point you basically had already clinched the uh president's trophy it's just like it, it makes you even more angry that you didn't fucking go uh, further like we don't obviously i don't want to get into that but hockey's oh, a fickle bitch yeah <laughs> fucking Oh, but it just no, truly um, proves everything has to go right. Like you hear Marshawn say it every year after a loss, like everything has to go right for you to win a Stanley cup in this league. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. Like you got to hope for good health because fuck, I'm not even going to say what I'm, what I want to say. Cause I feel like it's just going to jinx him. Um, but I hinted, it was basically, we're lucky that a certain someone has been, healthy this year knock on wood i'm still gonna fuck i feel like i'm a piece of shit if he gets hurt tonight now <laughs> and i will fucking stop podcasting forever uh, but one player that you certainly can't afford to lose you can afford to lose some other players you've lost mcavoy f- for a few games carlo uh you've lost um swayman for a few games or maybe it was just one i don't know when he was under the weather or something like that all mark mm-hmm. obviously like carlo you, yeah, no, I think I said Carla. I forget. Oh, but, did you? Maybe. Uh like all the all those names, man. Like it's like those are uh those are people that you can afford to lose. There's 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 one guy you really can't afford to lose, and I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say his name because I feel like I'm gonna jinx it. But it's been that surprisingly happens. healthy over the past couple of years. Yeah, knock on wood again. Switch. But fuck, I, I do. Let's stop. I feel I. I don't feel good about this. Let's stop. Talking about it. But oh, that was a dig. Year, my you're bad. very fortunate with good health and as much depth as you've had. Mm-hmm. Really, like, and Monty's done a great job coaching at times this year. Uh, this year, there's been more to critique of him. It's fucking We're line juggling. We're 42 games into the fucking season. Maybe 43 at this point. I forget what it. I think it's 43 actually. Dude, yeah. stick to the same fucking lines. Like, <laughs> stop shuffling them so much, man. Like, we're getting results. Great. But, like, stop shuffling. Like, I I get it. Like, the beginning of the season, finding out what works. But, like, there's one game when Geeky had a great game with Pasta and um whoever Zaka. the finger was. Zaka. Yeah, Zaka. Like, they had a great game together. Uh, I think. Geeky even had like a power play goal or something. And then next thing you know, he's dropped to the third line. Like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, I get like Zaka was out for a few games or maybe it was just one. I forget what it was. I think it was two games he was out for, right? Or maybe it was one. Two or three. It, it's hard to keep up with because I didn't watch like, I probably watched a total of like 20 minutes of Bruins hockey last week. Well, not, I watched Saturday, some of Saturday. But the the West Coast man fucks me up. I, anyone who knows me, I'm an old soul. I'm going to bed like a mm-hmm. puck drop, and I'll throw it on on TV in bed. But I I'm passing out quick, dude. That edible oh, yeah. smacking me in the face. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But it's um I forget where I was going with that rant. But it's been it, it's been an up and down season. But I'd rather see this now than obviously down the road. 
Uh, oh, that's where I was going. Sorry. The line shuffling. Monty, baby. Mm. Listen to me. Just, mm. just, just relax. Like, I, this is a test I want to see from Monty. Five games in a row, maybe, or at most three, at, at least three games, at most five games in a row of just all the same lines, the same pairings, the same line when everyone's healthy, right? Like, I, I just, I want you know, what surprises me the most too out of Monty being this guy's biggest fucking supporter, going to bat for him, putting him in situations that to help him succeed and grow as a player, <clears throat> saying in the playoffs last year he's not a fourth liner. Why not put Trent Frederick up with Zaka and Pasta? What is the problem with this? Like, I don't understand why we can't see if this works. Like, you'd tell us during the playoffs last year he's not a fourth liner. You put questionable people on the fourth line, and then you play him at fourth four C center this year. But what I'm like, I and it's I like I don't know that. what Beecher's done to for Lauko to play over him. Lauko's yeah. been all right this year, but I'm so sick of fucking Beecher getting scratched for Lauko. Like, I don't know, man. Like, like let's even just go to this. Lauko, 31 games, three points, minus five. Jesper Jesper Bovquist, eight games. Two points plus four. They're not great. Like, not jump out at you crazy numbers, but like, I'm having Boquist in the lineup over Lauco, and I'm not, I don't know, I'm not taking, like, dude, Beecher is 15 points in 39 games, and he gets put in hard situations. Like, yeah, I, I just, I don't, unless it's like a let's keep him fresh for the playoffs thing, I don't understand Beaching, scratching Beecher for two games in a row. It makes no sense to me. No, I I don't really understand it either. Like I obviously I didn't watch a, a lot of games last week, but just looking at his stat line, like it seemed like he just did his job basically. Obviously he had a nice goal against Colorado. I did see that. Um mm -hmm. have to imagine he's I didn't see the practice lines today. I didn't but, either. Uh, I have to imagine he's back in the lineup tonight because I'm sorry, but Lakus just hasn't been moving the needle for me late. He's more worried about fucking Twitter, bro. Did you see that shit? Yeah, but supposedly oh. he came out and said like, yeah, apparently he has let someone else run his Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. are you buying that? No, dude. Have you seen his likes? It's all like hot chicks and like fucking yeah. hockey stuff. There's no so, way the practice lines to, or oh no, this was yesterday. So the practice lines yesterday had Beecher centering the third line between Lauku and Geeky. Oh yeah. But if Potch is able to go, he'll be going. Why are you dropping Heinen to the fourth line? Why is Lauku getting third line minutes? Like, I, I don't yeah. understand. It, like, don't get me wrong. I think Lauko's funny. I think he's a good kid. I think he works hard, and it took him a, a long road to get to the NHL. I'm not saying send him down, but every night player. I don't know at this point. You I know what I mean. That's the thing. I don't agree that he's in every night. Like even at this point, I'd rather have Boquist in. Boquist, like, Beecher, and Steen more. Like I, I would rather more of Steen, even though Steen only has one goal through twenty six games. Like that's but he's a zero. In he's a zero. Minus. Yes, in Lauku, um, he does draw penalties, but man, he's only has three assists and in, uh, in thirty one games. Granted, I, I get it. he had a scary injury uh, not too long ago. And that and that can take your confidence out a little bit, right? Like he's mm -hmm. he's back to rocking the visor. Like it, it is like it is in the back of your mind. Like it's never oh, happened yeah. 
we've never had a close call like that, but it is in the back of your mind. Like I, I remember. And don't get like, me wrong. He's a nice fat firecracker too. Like Monty goes fight and he fights. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I think one of, that. yeah. And I think one of the reasons why he's consent, like consistently in the lineup is because his like willingness to not back down from anyone. Right. Because you don't, Bruins at times get fucking bullied around. Like that fourth line is more skill than than anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong, Beecher plays a good defensive game, and so does Steen clearly, and like Lauko's Lauko. But like that that line has a lot more spill the skill and speed than it does like tenacity. And that's supposed to be like your energy line. So mm. like I'm fine with skilling it up, right? But as a fourth liner, but I um I still want to see a little bit more physicality, like a little bit like of the nitty gritty stuff, like just get to the dirty areas. Like I do admit, Beecher needs Beecher needs to get back to those first ten games, like how he was playing when he came in, just banging everybody in sight. You know what I mean? Like every time, and like don't get me wrong, he's like what in college? What how many games did they play in college? Forty a year. Say that again. How oh. many games do they play in college? Fuck, I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, okay, in college, 31, 16, 34. Last year was the first time he played 61 games. Like, you know what I mean? 61? Like, I get, Oh, because yeah, he played in, yeah, pro, oh, yeah, 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 Providence. So he played double last year. He's at the wall of what an NCAA, you know, uh, season would be, plus the NHL travel yeah. and schedule and practice and everything. So, like, I do get you know like giving beecher you know days off and stuff my thing yep. is these back-to-back scratches for lauco to I keep know. them in the lineup like when you're that, playing new jersey yeah. like you know what i mean that's like, what frustrates me too but like <laughs> i mean just looking at these lines like it seems like carlo's going to be back in tonight against colorado i know uh monty came out earlier and said patra and uh and carlo will skate in the uh pre-game skate yeah. or whatever uh Warm the ups. warm-ups yeah the warm-ups Warmies. and and see how they feel based off the practice lines yesterday seems like carlo uh was in that um was paired up with lindholm looks like forboard and looks like laura is the odd man out tonight it, potentially I, I mean that that could change but just basing off the lines from yesterday i the, think they're gonna Wednesday. give i think they'll give Watherspoon his games he's earned them and then until yeah. they have to, because he's got to be the one that gets sent down first. Yeah, because he has. Yeah, he has to be the yeah. one sent down first. And um, I'm hoping to see Patras back in there. I'm wondering if they kept like Beecher, Geeky, and Laku together because they want Patra, Ty Daly, maybe center Heinen and Steen. But I maybe. just I, I've liked like I've liked Heinen. Oh. That's right. Uh, Frederick didn't practice. He left practice really early yesterday, but he's okay. He, he's actually going to be playing tonight. He tweaked something at the beginning of the practice. Safety precautions. So, like, so even weirder if like Lauko's or sorry, if Patra's not ready. This is my. This is the crazy thing. If Patra's ready to go, you 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 put him in the third line spot. You don't put him in the fourth line spot. If Freddie's ready to go, you put him in the fourth line spot. So like you know what I mean like because yeah. like that's what he played last game, uh, when he had that oh real quick that beautiful did you see that empty net goal that Freddie got with Dude, the one hand dive yeah the effort on that play is why I want him on the line with Zaka and Pasternak they don't play yep. D good 
Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. this guy plays D. But it looks like, yeah, it looks like Zach is going to go back to center. I bet you the lines aren't even the same from practice yesterday, tonight. I guarantee they're, like, not even. Oh, yeah. Close. Yeah, because usually Fluto's pretty good about tweeting that stuff out, but there's been nothing tweeted mm. from him. All he's just put is the starter for Colorado. Uh, Georgiev, Georgiev, if I said that right. Yeah, Georgiev. Um, Georgiev, I don't know, some some Russian shit. Yeah, uh, and he's not even, like, he's an all-star, right? And he's not even having that great of a year, I think. I think he's uh, having a fine season because he's on Colorado. Oh yeah, I saw I saw Pete Blackburn and then we're talking about how like they haven't heard shit about him all year and he got voted in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over, I like, only other know goalies. a little bit about him because he's on my fantasy first place first place fantasy hockey team. Yeah, you know what I realized about our fantasy hockey? Only two people from each division get in the playoffs. Oh really? Yeah. So if you're not top two, you're like. Half the people That's in our good. league are already done. Like Mel and Sully have a one percent chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, well they're fucking losers, so not surprising. Uh, scumbags. And Marty, yeah. It'll yeah, be you Sully's and Army against Bobby and me, or Bobby and Davis. I think. Yeah, I can afford to lose five games in a row and still be in first or second, or second place probably. But yeah. 11-3, not a big deal. Beat you last week, actually. Yeah, no, I'm a scumbag. Yeah. I actually You're didn't set my mind. lineup once. But yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been forgetting a lot, but I usually set them like the Monday up for the week. But just looking now. But yeah, um, I forget where I was going with that. What are we missing? What are we missing? Oh, Gorgiev. Oh, the lineup. Yeah, the lineup. Who knows what it's going to be? Well, we know um, we know Swayman's in net tonight. That's all we know. So who knows what the lineup will be like? I feel like he's just going to pick names out of a hat. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see Shat and Kirk centering the first line, something silly like that. With the way that Monty's been shuffling these lines. Yeah, no, dude, it's fucking. I said this. Uh, I was just going to say I said this on the podcast. Did not. I said this when we were playing Chell the other night. Um. Do you think there's a possible? Me and Greg were talking about this. I think you were there. I was like, "Do you think there's a possibility that Monty essentially knows his lines for the playoffs?" And he's like, "Let's see if there's anything else that can click here." Oh, yeah, and he's just got everything in the blender. You Possibly. know what I mean? Like, because you know Zach and Pass are together. You know yeah. Coyle and Marshawn are probably together at this point. Yeah. You know you can put JD there. You don't know who you can put with Zach and Pasternak yet. Um, the third line's essentially Patrick, Geeky, and JVR, or Freddie, or you know what I mean. And then the fourth line in the playoffs, fully healthy for me, is Heinen, Beecher, and Steen. Well, that's that's what makes it hard because like Geeky's been playing really good lately when he's Swiss when Army he's had, knife. Yeah, like when he's had to step up, he's been fucking phenomenal. So like you you can't just drop him to the fourth line, but Trent Frederick's been good this year. JVR's been good this year. Potra's been Get good JVR this year. Get JVR off the fucking fourth line, Monty. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but also, like, Potra's game has dipped a little bit too, right? But he's not the kind of player that you just throw out there on a fourth line just to put him in the fucking lineup. Like it's, Dude, would you he, be shocked better if for that role? Would you be shocked if he's your 13th forward going into the playoffs? No, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't either. No. I actually yeah, kind of have him there. 
to be honest. I, yeah, I think, I, they think... Keep, I think they keep him. They don't send him back to juniors because it's just a waste of the fucking year. Yeah, what's, keep what's him the point of that? Yeah, because yeah. like uh, what? I think juniors has like another month and they're getting ready for playoffs. Yeah, but then by the time he turns 21 in March. Can't. No, Dom 20. told me you can't. Dom told oh, me you can't. Yeah. Once you send him down, it's till the season's over. Okay, so yeah. So um, he he's here to stay, which makes sense because you're already burning a year of his contract. Let him learn the hard way, growing pains, all that. I think even when he's not really producing offensively, he's still a fine player out there. Like he has a great 200 foot game that that he's going to continue to improve on, and I think it's going to be just fine. But yeah, I think if the playoffs were to start tomorrow, he he's probably your 13th forward, right? Like, and and is that that bad though? You got a 19 year old sitting there waiting to play no, not, in the playoffs. Not you know what I mean? Like he'd be chomping at the bit to get in. All there. right, so let me ask you this because um, I don't know how much more we have to talk about but say there are no trades made at the trade deadline mm-hmm. you uh are stuck with the team that you are stuck with mm-hmm. right now what are your who are Corny. your four center who are your four centermen actually what are, what are your lines looking like uh give me all your lines i know because i want to because i want to see it really bad like you could go jvr zaka pasta but because i really want to see it and jvr looked good okay so i'm going fuck it just for simplicity i'm going jvr pasta zaka um marshawn coil debrusque jvr geeky frederick uh heinen beecher steen and then lauko and pacha as your um two spares okay i think uh wait sorry what were your top two lines again uh, JVR Zaka Pasta and Marshawn Coyle DeBrusque. Oh, you got JVR up there. Okay. Okay. I w- you could swap Freddie and Talk. JVR at any See, point. The thing is, with the way the lineup looks right now, like if Potter's going to be your 13th forward, like I don't know, man. Like I'm just like looking at like what you have right now. Like I really want to put DeBrusque back on his left-handed side is as a left yeah, winger monty won't fucking do it <laughs> he won't do it what what i would like to see <clears throat> is debrusque De, see like right it, it's, it's tough. <laughs> right <laughs> i want zaka and pasta together but like like is jvr capable of playing his off wing like obviously marshy's not gonna yeah, play that's where he's played there. his whole career jvr like i don't I know don't... why he's been playing left for us to be honest so yeah because like i don't think trent frederick's a top six kind of guy i think it's more of a mill six because of the matchups because mm-hmm. yeah he's having a great year and he's he's putting up goals but Playoffs probably are... i want to a little bit different when he's playing against like another team's top line like say right now when the playoffs start you if the playoffs were to start tomorrow and according to the standings like you would be facing off against tampa. i'll tell you oh I think shit. it's tampa is it tampa right now oh fuck me oh, pretty no, sure no. it's shit i i looked the other day and i was like well that sucks yeah it's yeah tampa. Dude, you're you're facing tampa right now and it's Holy shit, Toronto! Toronto, New York would be a sick series, dude. I would watch the no, fuck that, out of that, that would, series. yeah, that would be high. Sport. Oh my god, the, um, the hockey meccas of both both countries, like come but on. If, 
if you're looking at it right now and you're you're starting the first round against the uh, Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Lightning and Vasilevsky, that's tough because you want you want some bigger bodies in there, right? Like yeah. and like I Martian and Coyle are gonna stay together, but I don't like Martian and Coyle and Pasternak. I like Zaka. I don't Martian. either. So yeah. I would like JVR on that right side. I would like DeBrusque back on his left side with Zaka and Pasta. I want your third line looking like uh Heinen, uh Heinen, Geeky, or Patra, whichever, but right now probably Geeky and Frederick on that right side, and then Heinen. Beecher and Steen or or Steen or Laku flip a coin there probably yeah. probably Laku just because of the match series yeah 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 but he's gonna have to play his off wing so it's like I don't know man it's too many left handed shots uh huh that's the thing too and like that's what to not that's man I I said this to somebody today the only way I really see the Bruins making trades especially with the Patra uh like you gotta like unless you're gonna send steen or lauco down especially with keeping potter up for the rest of the year you really have to trade debrusque for a right-handed shot if you're gonna like make any trade and like i don't want to trade debrusque anymore (laughs) like i i I, I think you can get him on a good yeah 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 and and you can get him on a decent contract going forward so it's like like i i think if there's any trades made it's a defenseman for like a forward i guess instead sent like i I, i'm just it's gonna be one of the most confusing bruins trade line deadlines in a long fucking it's gonna be it's gonna be a very different look uh looking trade deadline for us Mm because maybe one or two trades tops you don't have draft picks to trade away Mm -hmm. uh it's very slim what you do have to trade away like you're not trading away lysel right you're not trading away merculov you're keeping lori or yeah you're keeping lori you're you might trade Watherspoon, but I look at Watherspoon as part of the future. Depth. Yeah. Because I, I think you, you move on from forward after this year, assuming that you don't trade him away. But mm. see, my uh, thing is like it, you go if you're gonna do anything, go after a guy like Jacob Middleton in Minnesota. Oh, like man, a big ass Middleton, defenseman. Yeah. yeah, like a big mean bastard. Faster. Like that's a type of trade I think the Bruins make. You know what I mean? Like, if any, like, I just, if they're bringing in a forward, it's because they fell on their lap and some team just wants like a third or fourth for them. Yeah. And yeah. We don't have the capital to give up. You, and we don't have the maybe Bill Guerin likes to play hardball, but you wonder if he has a soft spot for Boston somehow with him and Sweeney are boys. Yeah. Him, Sweeney, Nailey, like, I don't know, but like that would be a perfect piece to add. Bring back Mojo, maybe grit on the, like yeah, that that's a possibility too. Except he's not the Mojo of old. Like you're not no. putting him with Coil again. Like he's probably you know. your 14th forward. Yeah, like he's he's probably getting plugged in over Lauku or Steen. Like yeah, well, like obviously. I I wouldn't be shocked if they bring in a fourth liner and a bottom pairing defenseman. Like, yeah. but that, like, and that's it. Like, I wouldn't be shocked at all if that's. Yeah, all I don't did. see the Bruins getting a top six, uh, right-handed shot. I just don't. Like, obviously, unless it's extent, maybe extension coming with the player, but I just don't see that coming right now. I, with the I cap. don't see that happen. Yeah, yeah, like the caps. We know it's going up, but we don't know the exact number. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And now, um, 
the problem is now too like seattle's kind of starting to get yeah, hot, seattle's like, out of it yeah like, like you're not gonna get everly yeah like they're back in the playoff on so a guy like everly like he i mean they're only two points out of a playoff spot right now so like a guy and like I, everly I, I, he's he's probably not that he ever was on the trade market but He's, I mean, that's one guy who I really want, and I, I just don't see it happening now. As far as other right-handed shots that are affordable, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> and the uh, the only other guy that comes to mind that plays right wing is a left-handed shot, and like with Seattle getting back in the race and other teams getting back in the race, I just don't see them like well, see, I'm, taking I'm... like Tarasenko. Ottawa's gonna want. Yes. They're going to want yeah. something for him. And also, I didn't know today, Tarasenko has to waive his no-trade clause. Okay, well. He is like, yeah. a, I don't know if it's 32. I don't know how big the list is. But I he did, has a no-trade clause. I can't imagine they gave him a full 32. Uh, Probably 16, of anything. Yeah, because it was just a one-year contract, too. But, like, I'm okay with, I'm okay with, like, a left-handed shot playing the right side as long as that's, like, his his primary side. Like, but then, it's like, then you're, t- putting, you're putting him in Freddie's spot. The third line right wing. No, you could be putting him in the second line, though. Yeah, you could. He is He's probably a little faster than JVR. Yeah, I would say, like, he's a... I wonder he, if he, he can is. play the left side, because if he could, him, Zaka, and Pasta might be a dirty line. Then no, I'm sure he would play the third play the left side for that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Just like geeky, off, you, you geeky, you want me to do what? <laughs> Contract year, dude. Like, like and you're putting me on a line with pasta. Yeah, I will play the left side, sure. But then but you're no, asking I'm... Ottawa to eat 2.5 million, unless you're yeah. sending Grizz the other way, which I I I, I don't know. I'm not, it, I'm it's, not doing it, that for uh... Yeah, I, I just I yeah. <laughs> When we're a month away, I think it'll make more sense the trade deadline. Like in another couple weeks, I just it doesn't make sense to me right yeah, now. Yeah, the there's too much speculation now. We've all, I mean, we've already talked about it a lot throughout this season, just because yeah. of the need that we have for a right-handed shot that uh on the top middle or middle six. six. Yeah. yeah, so it's like it's tough, man. Especially when you don't have many assets to give up because. Dude. You don't it's have a, draft picks, and you're not in a position to trade away Lysel or Merkulov or any guys like that. It's such a Sweeney thing to go get a guy with term that no one's fucking talking about right now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I it's such a Sweeney thing to, like, get a guy who they secretly know wants to be locked up by the Bruins, and then they lock him up the next day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's such a Sweeney fucking Oh, yeah, big time. But we'll, we'll have to see. I wonder if, like... I don't know what his contract looks like, but like Cam Atkinson, like is he a is he a free agent? Philly did. Philly's like, fucking in the playoffs. But he's been getting health bomb, dude. Oh, has he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's he, a torts he's been, guy though. He likes torts. Like I, I'd be shocked. Yeah, if he's they played did. for torts before. No, I, I would be shocked too. I'm just thinking like right-handed shots. Like he's having mm-hmm. a bad year, so maybe you get him for cheap. I mean. And he's got like a six point seven million dollar cap, though. That's the thing. I don't know when his contract's up, and obviously that cap hit. Like he's got ten goals, eleven assists, and forty three games. So okay, so he hasn't been getting health bombed. He's just he has been playing. He hasn't played since bench. Okay, he okay. All right, so well, he's in the last year of a five point eight seven five million dollar contract. That's still a lot to fit under the Bruins cap. That though. that is tough, but like. 
I don't know, man. Is, is it something that you that you maybe look I at? I wouldn't be like, a, I wouldn't be against it. No, I I, I wouldn't be. I, I would love that if they could make a it work. Five eight one hundred. Uh, five eight, one hundred and seventy six pounds. <laughs> I never really played the playoffs. That's my thing. The thing is, though, like we've seen him be a goal scorer in the past, and I get he's on the back nine of his career, but with Marshawn maybe, and Coyle, things could change. Yeah, like maybe just a change of scenery and a change of, um, like, I mean, Monty's system, dude. Like it could work for a guy like that, but that that's just like a, not that there's anything to it. That's just a name that came to my head. I'm just thinking mm-hmm. of right-handed shots that could possibly, like, because I – I don't know if this is sustainable for the Philadelphia frauds. So it's like, yeah, Philadelphia I, I, scumbags. Yeah, Philadelphia fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> That's more like it. No, yeah, but fucking go. I just, I don't know. Well, obviously, there's <laughs> six points in a playoff spot right now. Yeah. I, what did we say at the beginning of the year? Five Atlantic teams. That's what it is right now. Five. Yeah. Oh yeah, like in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, look at that. And, and Pittsburgh got two thing. games in hand against Tampa, and they're only one point behind. But like, dude, Tampa's been bad. Dude, the funniest thing is I'm pretty yo right now. It's gonna change everyone listening, but right now as we speak, I'm pretty sure from my eye test. Yeah. If the playoffs started today, it doesn't matter if you did wild card or conference, the same matchups would happen. Do you know what I mean by that? Like if you went one to eight, seven and two, six and three, like you know what I mean? Like those types of matchups, it would be the exact same matchups as the wild cards are set to right now. I don't know if that's ever fucking happened. Well, it probably has in the history of the fucking sport, but yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, Philly's a bunch of scumbags. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck all these other teams. But um, yeah, man, New Jersey's struggling. Holy shit. But um, mm-hmm. anything else you want to add? Anything we missed? I'm any no. closing thoughts? Like I'm. Uh... I don't actually think Swayman's a little bitch. Because I know fucking half the fan base is going to come after me for that one. I actually love him. I was just joking around. Yeah, no, I, I think <laughs> people that actually follow you on Twitter realize that you are a fan of Swayman. We all love our Sway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will be a Bruin. He will retire a Bruin. He's here to stay. It's just a matter of because. He's still an RFA at the end of this year, too. He has arbitrary. I'd imagine they're going to, if there's yeah. no extension by the end of the season, whatever. Or They trade point, him at the draft. There's no way they keep to go to arbitration with him. No, again. they're not going to go to arbitration with him again. And I think both parties want to avoid it, obviously. But yeah. See, yeah, that's, no. that's, a, that's an interesting contract once the day comes that he's, you know, the season's over and he's still not signed. That's an interesting conversation. To have. Real quick before we end. Um, before we wrap it up right now with how he's played so far throughout the season, what contract would you give him? I don't, I don't think I go over $50 million. I don't know what the years are. Like I said this to you, like if you went eight years, that's 6.25. It's a real nice contract. If it's seven, 
it's 7.14, which is essentially what we paid Tuka Rask for years. I don't know. I'd like to keep it under 7.5 per. Yeah. Uh, no, same here. Million. Like, I, I don't want to go above seven with him if he's going to get, he's able to get eight years with us. So I'm wondering if you at six and a half, eight years. Yeah, like $50 million divided by six is 8.3. And that's a little, little high for me. Yeah. I'm also wondering if he'll take a one or two year bridge deal too and wait till the salary cap goes up just a little bit more. Yeah. See, know. that's like up on him and his camp. I think that's dumb yeah. for the Bruins. But like that's on him and his camp, right? Like it's a smart I'm, move on his end. If he, but yeah, that that's him really going with his gut right there. Hey, awesome, Matthews did it. He's probably going to be the richest player of all time. That was a smart move by him because he oh, he yeah. knows that like, and Swayman knows what he can bring to the table. He just needs more opportunity, and he's getting it this so far this season, especially this stretch right here. So, um, mm. yeah, it's I you can't. You'd be an idiot to trade him at the draft or anything, um, just because like that's it's hard to come by goalies of the future. Like, I mean, look at it. Like the Philadelphia, even though Carter Hart's been playing better this year, there was so much hype around a guy like Carter Hart, right? And it's he supposed just, to be like, Team Canada's fucking goalie going forward. Yeah, I hope that's going to be Aiden Hill. <laughs> yeah, who like, so wasn't, he un, wasn't Aiden Hill undrafted? Uh yeah, and was the fifth goalie for LA or for Vegas last year before he won yeah. the cup. <laughs> like it, it's when gets an opportunity more. and boom. Like even what's happening uh in Seattle right now, the goaltender over there. I forget. I'm drawing Joey Decord, mask Joey guy. Decord, seven, yeah, mask guy, seventh round pick. Uh, Davey he was, was telling me last night he like knows or went to school with him or like he went to a school he around him or some shit. Well, the one that Gre- him and Greg were talking about it last night. One of them's going to DM me tomorrow about it. What do you want, like Delmon Hill or something? I don't know. Um, well, then if, if that's the case, then I went to school near him as well. Like, we <laughs> like, does it show? I'm, I'm looking it up right now. He's from North Andover, where the uh, wife he's from personal life where do you fucking play he he, oh, oh, he played where the fuck did he play uh oh he played at cushion oh, okay maybe not then yeah i think North that's a, I, I, yeah i think yeah that's a that's kind of near oh, he played for the boss junior boston bruins uh cushion academy maybe they were talking about him coming into wherever greg worked at the time um and like watching him play oh maybe that's what it was i couldn't tell you oh uh, yeah right. he, he was a, three years at dude, he went 13 one and two one year Jesus. shit no dude, his first year, fucking arizona state three eight and one so they didn't have <laughs> like a good program second year eight 19 and five yeah didn't Next, he bring them to the tournament or well, i was just gonna say then the final year 2018 2019 was the year they actually like got their program like in a good spot 21 13 and one with a 9.26 he's just been building to this no what like these are these are cool stories man 27 years yeah. old hasn't given up 199th overall in 2015 and, dude uh yeah coachella took them in a long playoff run too 
Good for him. I watched the Road to the Winter Classic, and he seems like a really fucking cool stand-up guy. Nah, he he does. I, I didn't listen to his interview with Chicklets, but no, what he's been doing so far this season, uh, it, it's cool to see. It's it's always a cool story to see. I mean, he's playing the ECHL, AHL, NHL. Uh, did three years of college, played juniors, mm-hmm. played high school. Like you know, around here, Cushing Academy is a good school to go to for hockey. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it, it's a cool story though. I'm happy for him and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. Anything else before we uh, wrap this thing up? I gotta get going. Yeah, I gotta take a big piss. So. Hey yo, bring hey. me with you. But yeah, so this will Thanks, wrap Kanye. it up for episode Zaboro Zabusi. Rest in peace, Zaboro, <laughs> wherever the fuck you are right He's now. He's not dead. The Bruins organization just hates him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, he just Pray for your boy. That. He chose to never mature and work on his game. <laughs> no. You but, know he's going to be playing in the NHL next year. Watch. Oh, yeah. He'll probably win the Norris next year for, like, yeah, fucking like, Toronto, fuck. right? Or, or, or Seattle. I'd, I'd be fine players. with that. But, like, I could totally see him getting, like, signing with the uh, – I was about to say signing with Zaboro. Signing with, like, the Maple Leafs and just a going, PTO like – or something. Becoming, just like, a sicko. complete sicko. Yeah. And then the D it, they've always been looking for, we drafted. Yeah. And developed. We just had <laughs> right in the right in the pine and uh Robert all year. Strategic. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, this will wrap it up for episode 67 of Only Bruins. Uh this, this was a lot of fun, a lot of good stuff to get off our chest. I will be on my way to the garden very shortly to hang out with Don and Leanne from across the pond. So it's always good to see them. I met them last year for the first time. We had, excuse me, we had interacted in a little bit here and there beforehand before we ever met, but met him last year. Uh, ironically enough, they played the uh, Seattle crack in the game. We went to together last year. They lost that. That was actually that was the start a tough of my game. Yeah, that was the start of my losing streak last year because it was January last year and I went to the winter classic. They obviously won that. And then that next game I went to was the Seattle crack one. And then that's when they started losing. And yeah. I didn't see a win again in person till the Nashville predators game this year. It's so, so funny too because that Seattle game exposed how to beat the Bruins. Like they played our, they beat us at our own fucking game. I'll that never was, forget. That was a very that. frustrating game to watch. I, I do yeah. remember. That. Yeah. So, oh well, we shall see. Hopefully tonight's a different story. Hanging out with Don and Leanne at the Garden. If you see me, actually, you'll be listening to this uh, Friday anyway, so it's too late. But um, hope to see some of you guys there. Thank you guys as always for listening. We love you guys. Um, stay tuned to uh to the um the only Bruins Twitter account. We got a giveaway coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. We got a lot of cool stuff actually in the works right now as well. So uh, try to make sure to follow the only Bruins account only at only Bruins Pod on Twitter uh, for. We got some giveaways, like I said, stay up to date with the show. And uh, we got some cool stuff coming up that we have planned for you guys. And uh, I think you guys will really enjoy it. We we are very excited for some of the stuff coming up. So mm-hmm. hope you guys uh, join us. And um, I hope you guys are as thrilled as we are. We can't say anything yet, I don't think. But very much looking forward to stuff in the future. Well, the it's one thing will be announced to, uh, like tonight, as in like Thursday, Oh, yeah, um, one of those, yeah. Yeah. 
So, so I guess keep... if you want to say it, you can. Because well, we're just gonna be doing it. We're bringing back our uh, Chell streams, but we're bringing in ten people from PTP. Well, eight people from Primetime Productions, and then uh, two two other scumbags. Just kidding, boys. You know who you are. That we're bringing in, but uh, yeah, there'll be scumbag. Gregory yeah, I... is not. Yeah, yeah. You won't hear you won't like you won't you would have seen already, but we did a draft last night. Um hopefully you came in and talked shit. We might talk a little Bruins. It'll be during the second intermission of the Bruins game. You already know that. I don't know why the fuck I'm saying this, but um <laughs> it's gonna be really fun. Um uh, we're gonna be streaming them, like I said, and it, it I don't know, it should just be a fun series that we're doing. It's called the tapped in series that we'll be doing going further. So Fucking right, forward. So, so, yeah. If I'm not Excited. the first overall pick tonight. I'll fucking kill someone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll fucking kill someone. Davis but, has uh, been conducting draft interviews all day. I don't know if I want to be on his team, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be yeah. starting the stream. It'll be a little series, and we'll start it next week. So be on the lookout for that. As far as the other stuff, we can't really say anything yet, but be on the lookout. Just follow the Twitter, dude. Stay up to date with the show. And um, yeah, also, if you listen to us on Google Podcasts, I guess Google Podcasts is going away uh, April 2nd. I keep getting fucking emails about it. I don't know. What the fuck? That's what I use, dude. I have a Google phone. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I literally just got an email about it again. I guess I'll switch over to Spotify. Fuck me. After March 2024. Oh, users in the U.S. will know. Okay, you're good. Users in the U.S. will no longer be able to listen to podcasts in Google Podcasts. After June 2024, you will no longer be able to migrate or export your subscriptions. So uh, you're fine. You're fine because I know uh, what's his name? Uh, Kyle. Kyle. He he he's a Google podcast guy, I believe, too. Shout out to our boy mm-hmm. Kyle and I think his wife Darlene is as well. But shout out to them. Yeah. Love you guys. So uh glad glad you guys are in a safe space at least. But yeah. Yeah, that'll wrap it up for episode sixty seven. We appreciate you guys. Brett, I appreciate you uh dealing with my fucking bullshit today and uh glad we were able to make this work and uh I deal with mine all the time, so <laughs> Yeah, I'll just send you my bill for therapy. (laughs) No, but this was a lot of fun. A lot of good stuff to get off our chest. I hope you guys enjoyed as much as we did. And uh, looking forward to next week. Looking forward to um, the streams again and everything like that. So I hope hope you guys are looking forward to that stuff as much as we are because we love interacting with you guys. But ladies and gentlemen, that'll wrap it up for, again, episode 67 of Only Bruins. We love you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Stay cool. Peace. Peace.